0: Somehow, I lose my balance, and guess what happened? I tripped and fell face first, I'll say body first, into the mud. Did you hear what I just said? Picture me falling face first into the mud in slow motion. Yo, party people. It's Ashley of chronicles.com where being single is a beautiful choice rather than a miserable circumstance. And today's episode is brought to you by my book series, Single Woman Chronicles, in Atlanta love story, kinda. It is about a young lady named Ariana who is struggling and dating in Atlanta. And if you guys live in Atlanta, you already know what's up. And she meets this guy named Moe, but of course, as soon as she meets him, her ex pops back up into the picture and she's trying to figure out like, Who do I choose? What do I do? And if Mo is the perfect guy that he seems to be because, like, he's sexy, he's chocolate or whatever, and he got money or whatever, but is he who he says he is? Is he the good guy? Find out by reading Single Woman Chronicles and Atlanta Love Story. Kinda. You can get this book on Audible if you're not really a reader. It is also available on Amazon, on Google Play, books on Google Play and also on Apple Books. So, yeah. All right. So, if you guys listen to, listen to my podcast on Tuesday where I spoke about the question, why am I never chosen? If you listen to that, you heard me mention that I will be discussing how my crush hated me. <laughs> I can laugh about it now, but back then it was not funny, you guys. It was not funny. Again, I was the Urkel to his Laura Winslow. Yes, me. I was Urkel. I was Murder Urkel and I was Steve Urkel in this relationship. Okay. So, background. I'm originally from Jackson, Mississippi. Shout out to JSU. Still mad at y'all for losing that um, championship game. But we're going to move on. Whatever. So, anyway. (laughs) I am originally from Jackson, Mississippi. When I was... 13, my mom moved us to Seattle, Washington because my grandmother was sick up there and my aunt who had her, who was caring for her, needed help. So my mom took my brother and I and we moved to Seattle. So we moved to Seattle. It was a huge culture shock for me because Mississippi, Jackson, very it was mixed, but it was majority black people at my school because I went to elementary and middle school, sixth and seventh grade there. So I'm used to seeing a lot of black people, few white people scattered in and out. No other race, really, just that. So I was brought up black and white. I really didn't see uh, other races. I didn't see Asians. I didn't see Spanish people. Like I didn't see Hispanics, like none of that. So when I moved to Seattle, it was so different because my school was majority white. Um, the weather, oh my God, it's awful. It rains like every single day in the wintertime. I'm not exaggerating. Literally like every single day in the wintertime. You can expect rain, okay? You can expect it, okay? So, um, and then the people were just really different. I'm from the South. I got an accent to them. I'm country. They not bougie, but I don't really know if... Let's see, how could we put this? (laughs) If if Seattle, if the South is like American Deli lemon pepper wings, Seattle would be like Pizza Hood. No, Papa John's lemon pepper wings. Like, ain't really that much flavor or flexibility over there. (laughs) It's just a little bit. (laughs) You know, it's doable, but it ain't the same. Like, you know, in the South, you got some sauce, But up there, it's like a little bland up there or whatever. So, it was just a huge, huge culture shock. And then in, not Atlanta, in... Mississippi I had found my groove so I had started to make a name for myself in middle school like I had boys who like me the girls like me I had friends like I was low-key a little popular in middle school in Mississippi but Seattle is so different because the culture is so different so I'm the awkward girl I'm the southern girl with a country accent I've always been like awkward trying to like be into my femininity um, but it was just more advanced in Seattle. Uh, I remember like, I, I didn't know about shaving at 13 cause my mom like didn't really, my mom's not girly. So she didn't really teach me like how to shave and, and do all this. So I remember being in Seattle, like the first week we're in gym and the girls are looking at my legs, like you need to shave. So you could just to give you a picture of the culture shock that I experienced, it was just very very different and then i'm having to start over as friends so the people in mississippi these are people that i've known since elementary school like i literally elementary school we go to the same middle school now i have new for like i have to make new friends so it's just the whole thing right so i get to the school what am i gonna call this man because i'm not gonna call him his real name um we're going to call him let's see Victor okay so (laughs) I get to the school and I fall in love with this guy named Victor like it was love at first sight for me just me it was very one-sided just like Urkel looks at Laura Winslow just like Roger looked at the twins this is how I looked at this man like I was immediately smitten I walk through the doors and I see this really tall lanky 13 year old boy and my heart flutters and I just loved him from that day like what what? I was in love. I needed him in my life. But he hated me, you guys. Like, he hated to see me coming. <laughs> like, I'm telling y'all, it was really like a TV show. It was really, really bad. I don't know why he hated me. <laughs> like, I I guess, like, thinking back, I'm thinking about the girls he dated. Because he had different types. Like, he dated some black girls. He dated, like, other races. He dated this chick from Guam he also dated like a chick from Alabama and he dated which is weird because I'm from Mississippi like hello but also I think I just didn't have the swag I was just like this quirky little awkward girl just running around like I'm cute but I don't know where to put the cute (laughs) it's like I hadn't come into my own yet so it was just it just wasn't giving what it needed to give so immediately I'm smitten by him and I just Felt like if I wore him down, if I tried long enough, I could wear him down. It was so bad, y'all. Like, y'all can call me pathetic. I don't care. Because I was only 13, and I ain't know nothing about boys, for real. Nobody told me, like, you don't need to do all this. But if he don't want you, just accept that L and move on. I, I didn't understand that. No, he's supposed to be my love. Because Urkel eventually got Laura. And eventually... Roger grew up and got the twins. So, I'm going to go up and get my Victor. Well, that never happened. So, (laughs) anyway. So, I'm just going to give y'all... I don't remember because this was decades ago. So, I'm just going to give y'all a few scenarios that happened with me and Mr. Victor. So, you can understand his level of hate for me. So, I remember one time... Every girl that he dated, I became friends with her. Why... I don't know was it some type of like torture that I was giving myself maybe I don't know but I became friends with these girls and I would be the third wheel on their dates so like they would literally go on dates to the movies and it would be him her and me yes do I sound nuts absolutely I was crazy in love you guys I was crazy in love with Victor so this happened on two occasions when he dated the girl from Alabama. I became her friend and I was a third wheel on one of their dates. And then when he dated the girl from Guam, I was the friend. I became her friend. I was third wheel on their date. There came another scenario where we were outside. So lunchtime was pretty cool because we could just, they just released us and we could like go outside and play basketball. We could just go outside and chill, hang out, or we can go in a cafeteria and hang like it was chill. So usually the group of friends we go and just hang by the court um it was a mix of the guys and the girls so they knew i loved victor but they knew he hated me so they would just make fun of like how much i would try to be around him like all the time so there was this one thing they did like they made a bet i didn't know they were making this bet but they knew that if they bet on me stalking victor that they would win because hello i'm crazy in love so <laughs> we were outside and And they were like sitting on this bench and he was sitting there and then somebody got up. And then three minutes later, of course, I sat next to him and then everyone bust out laughing and just start running. It was like, I told you, I told you, I told you. And so they were like, I'm looking like, what? What are y'all talking about? And they said, we knew that if we got up that you couldn't resist sitting next to him because you just love him so much. And I'm like, duh, I'm crazy in love. What is wrong with y'all? And I'm pretty sure by then, like, he always had a girlfriend. And I told you I was always friends with those girlfriends. But they, I don't care. I was crazy in love. So, anyway. (laughs) So, another situation happened. Um... Feel like god was trying to pry. i didn't have a relationship with god back then but i feel like he was trying to pry my hands off through like sheer embarrassment and just continuous and consistent rejection that i just wasn't taking oh my god because like the thing about victor was he was a sweet boy like he didn't just up and be like please get away from me like he would allow me to like hang around him and be his friend. But he made it clear that he didn't want me romantically. <laughs> and so, I'm like, whatever. So anyway, there was a scenario. Um, we had a pizza hut in our um, cafeteria. So you could order the cheese sticks. So we would always order cheese sticks and marinara sauce. So one time, I'm sitting at the lunch table. We eating. We're finished eating. And then I noticed that um, Mr. Victor, he left his box on. Um, on the table to and he didn't throw it away So I'm like I'm gonna throw it away for him But of course I have to flirt with him And try to be like all cute with the flirtation Um by telling him I'm throwing his stuff away for him But act like I got a little attitude y'all know how girls are So I grab his Box and I walk past him And I was like I hit him like this With the box Not knowing that there was marinara Sauce inside the box And the marinara sauce was open So, as soon as I hit him with the box, the marinara sauce went all over my love. It went all over him, y'all. He was so mad. Like, he immediately took his jacket off and just dropped it. And I was just like, oh, my God, I am crushed. He already hates me. Now he really hates me. So... (laughs) It's a thin line between hate and really hate y'all. So I picked the bo- jacket up and then my homegirl, she's like, come on, let's go clean it out. So we clean it off or whatever. And eventually he forgave me a few days later. So there was one incident. Now, the second incident is the most embarrassing moment of my entire life. Okay. I've been embarrassed a lot. Um, I don't know if it's because humiliation brings humility and God wants me to be humble, but I'm very humble. And it's because I've been embarrassed several times in life. And one of these moments, and the most embarrassing moment, is the moment I'm about to tell you guys. Are you listening? Okay, let's go. So the love of my life. <laughs> He's not the love of my life. But at the moment, at my 13-year-old heart, he was the love of my life. So one day, I told y'all it rains every single day in the time in Seattle. So I was on the basketball team at the time. I suck at basketball. Did not ask me to play. I just did that because they didn't have a dance team. And Mr. Victor was also on the basketball team. So <laughs> for lunch, we go outside. Again, it's raining every day. At this time, it's not raining. It's going. It has already rained, though, so it's muddy everywhere. So me and my friend decide we're going to play with the guys and steal their ball. So we steal their ball. So we take the ball and we take off running. And my love, Victor, is running after me. So... While he's running after me, somehow I lose my balance. And guess what happened? I tripped and fell face first, I'll say body first, into the mud. Did you hear what I just said? Picture me falling face first into the mud in slow motion. We talk about mental health a lot, but are you taking charge of your mental health journey? You already know I talk about going to therapy and how my therapist snatches my edges all the time, asking me questions that I would have never thought to ask myself, asking me questions that I've pondered on for years. (laughs) But I want that for you. I want growth for you. I want the best version of yourself because the only way to reach your goal, your potential, your destiny is to become the best version of yourself and let that begin with therapy. So let's start with Talkspace. Talkspace has a promotion right now where you can get $100 off your first month. All you need is the code SPACE. Yes, S-P-A-C-E, SPACE. Click the link in the description box to get Talkspace right now today. Let's start 2023 off right. We out here. I already told y'all we out here. So get it right now. Click the link wherever you're listening. Spotify, Apple, it's in the description box, even YouTube, get it right now. $100 off, like $100, that's a lot of money. Y'all better come get this. Come get this therapy, come get this therapy. Face first, this man didn't help me up. He actually stepped over me, grabbed the ball, and walked off. It is noon, school lets out at two. I still got two more periods and I am muddy. My entire everything is muddy. I have to pick and decide how are you going to respond are you gonna be a quitter and get up and you're gonna cry because you're crying and you're crushed inside no you're gonna you're a winner so you're gonna cry on the inside like a winner and you're gonna get up and act like this mud doesn't phase you because this mud doesn't phase you because you're in the front of the love of your life so you gotta show him that you're a strong woman so I got up acted like I wasn't tripping and was like Oh, it's okay. My mom's coming to get me early anyway. I'm going shopping today, blah, blah, blah. So I go to the bathroom, wipe myself off, and go to class until my mom comes to pick me up. But well, she actually was coming to get me early, thank God. And yeah, that was the most embarrassing moment of my life. And that was another moment where I was spit in the face by the love of my life, Victor. So <laughs> I felt the need to share this because, um we have to understand what shapes our attitudes towards love a lot and in the episode why am I never chosen this was a moment I was so young I was too young to process this but I was very strong and and kind of like keeping myself positive in moments like that but I was facing a lot of rejection from my love and I know I've been joking throughout this but I do know that deep down it did affect me because I remember like years later when I did hit my glow up, like I wanted Victor to see it. I didn't want him. I just wanted him to want me. And I feel like a lot of the times we get in moments like that, like when you're rejected by somebody and you want to rub it in their face, like look at what you lost out on. It's because you like kind of want that validation. Like you still want validation from that person because this is a person that you kind of like chase for so long. And but like now, I don't need that validation anymore. Um, God definitely freed me. I remember in the past when a guy fumbled the play, which is me. Like if a guy fumbled me, I would love. Cardi said it in a line. She said, I love Texas from my exes when they want a second chance. I still like that, but I don't need that. Like back in the day, I would need. For a guy to like hit me up to prove that I was valuable to him. Now I don't need that. I don't care. Like if I, first of all, you probably joined this block party, which means I have blocked you. But secondly, it's like, eh, okay, it's, it's really not like, okay, (laughs) I don't really need your validation no more. Cause I don't, I've, I've come to the conclusion that we ain't going to be it. I'm okay with rejection now because I'm not everybody's forte. Like I'm and not everyone's not mine. And I'm okay with that. So years later, I did like reach out to one of our mutual friends. And this was like, we was in our early 20s, y'all. Mind you, I was only in Seattle for one year. I was 13. We moved to Atlanta when I was 14. So I lived all this life, went to college and all this, and then went back and hit somebody up in Seattle when I was like 21 to see where Victor was because I'm like I just want to reach out so he can see how fly I am now but of course God blocked it I think he's married with kids now but um yeah it was just (laughs) like I don't need it but I do know that it shaped like a part of me just like being that aqua girl because I do know this for a long time especially in my like in college years I would dumb myself down I would dumb myself down intellectually because I'm really smart and I don't leave. I didn't leave with that a lot. I would leave with kind of like prissiness or like sexiness. And I would also dumb down my personality because my personality is big. I'm chill most of the time, but I'm really goofy and I'm loud and I'm opinionated. I would dumb that part of me down. And I felt like I did that a lot because with the love of my life at 13, Victor, I don't think he wanted that. Like, I think he wanted this chill, cool, oh yeah, I'm just, you know, I'm just here type of chick. And that's never the type of girl that I've been. But yeah, I've learned to accept who I am. You know, this is so long ago, but I think it's good to look back on where you've come from. One, to just see how far you've grown. Not me quoting Atlanta Housewives (laughs) intro. Two, to um, just see the roots of things. Definitely to see the root of things. Um, Again, I hope you guys listen to my podcast on Monday because, yeah, it's good. It's good for sure. It's always good to kind of know, like, where did this come from? Where did this need to be validated? Need to ne- have this text from my ex. Need to prove to this person that you missed out on me. You lost out on me. Like, mm, nobody cares. but all right that was my story time I'm gonna have a happy story time next week because not all my dating stories have been bad like I have some happy dating stories too bye